This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, episode two. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Well, hello, coaches. I hope you are having a great week. I'm excited to be back here with you for another podcast episode. We've got some great stuff to get into today. I have been having an interesting couple of weeks since my eldest daughter, who's 18, has left to go away for university. She's uh, gone across to Perth. I live in Melbourne, so she's gone across to Perth in Australia, which is basically the other side of the country and uh, they're quite strict with their borders right now. So borders not even open to us um, even if I wanted to go over and see her. So it's feeling a little frightening but there's also some upside in that I have a lot more quiet time at home, a lot cleaner house and a lot less things to do than I had before when two teenagers were at home and I was at their beck and call. So I'm sure you empty nesters can relate. I have joined your crew and I'm excited to see how all that unfolds. But enough about me. I want to cover a really simple framework today for consistently getting more life coaching clients and the foundation of what you need to do to attract more clients each and every week. Now, once you've got your life coaching certification, you've started coaching free or paid clients, it's easy to think all you need is your website, perhaps a name for your business or your offer and some connections. But you need an overall approach to help you connect with more prospects so you can nurture them to become a client. Unfortunately, this doesn't just happen automatically. And really, the simple fact is that most prospects won't say yes immediately to working with you the first time. You've got to get that level of confidence with them and understanding that you can start the communication process and it might not end with a yes first time. So you need the systems, the processes, the tasks and activities in place to keep communicating consistently, okay? So you need that way to show up, follow up and speak up with your offers to your ideal prospects. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Look, it's really human for us to avoid rejection and in the background when it comes to making offers as a life coach. Or even I've found claiming that title or even letting others know that's what you do and feeling worthy enough to charge for it as well, okay? You don't want to be passive in making offers where you're putting time and energy into creating blog posts, showing up in groups to answer questions or, you know, whatever it might be, but not inviting your connections to go further. Or maybe you're not showing up at all either. And you're definitely not inviting your connections to go further in that case as well. And you don't want to be aggressive either, where you jump straight in and ask people to start coaching with you and, and you know, become your client before they've had a chance to connect and engage and really find out what your message is and resonate with it. You want to be attractive to your coaching prospects. And by that, I mean, anticipating their next need and articulating it even more clearly than they can. Now, this leads to a natural flow of your best prospects and more clients and income for you because there's going to be more of them saying yes more frequently. But there are three keys to move your prospects to become clients, and I want to outline them for you in today's episode. They are number one, clarify. Number two, connect. Number three, consistently communicate. 
Now, don't worry, I'm going to go into more detail. It's not just, it's not just that simple. But all three of these keys, when put together and applied, mean more conversions for you with paying clients and a thriving coaching business. So let's expand on those three keys so you can really understand and apply them. Key one is to clarify. Now, I couldn't put more emphasis on this. You need to select a specific target market. Now, I know you're probably having that niche drama constantly unfolding in your mind. Who do you choose? Are there enough of them? Will they want to work with you? Will they pay you what you want? And can you get them results that you promise? You probably don't want to limit yourself to just one, or maybe you're juggling a few because you're <laughs> hoping you, you'll, uh, you know, just get any of them coming in, right? But now I don't mean you can't serve anyone that falls outside that target market or niche you select, but I don't want your marketing to try and talk to a whole bunch of segments. You need to just choose one. Now, I hear a lot of um, discussion out there amongst life coaches that, oh, you could just be a general life coach. Don't worry about a niche. Just get out there and coach. And that's true to an extent. It's great to get the confidence that comes from coaching and coaching and coaching, right? Like there's nothing better than that to get great practice and feel more confident with your coaching. But that implies that you're going to be going out there hustling each and every time for new clients. I want you to select a single target market so that you've got the opportunity for them to more easily find you and choose you. So you can take the heavy lifting out of that outreach and finding clients. Look, you can target more market segments, more niches later once you get to six figures with your single target market first. So it doesn't have to be forever. You're not locked in forevermore. I want you to know that. That's what a lot of people get worried about. They get worried about limiting themselves and it's just not true. Just choose one so you can concentrate your communication and grow. For example, you may be a weight loss coach, like maybe your current target market. If I asked you, you'd tell me they were women 35 to 50 who want to lose weight, which, you know, it's okay. Still a bit general. A good target market would be busy mums who want to lose weight. A better target market would be busy mums who want to lose 10 to 20 kilos. And the best option could be more like busy mums of babies and toddlers who want to lose their baby weight. Okay, see how we've layered it down. We've got very specific about who those women are that want to lose weight. Now, when you go and look for those people, your job becomes so much easier than just women over 35 who want to lose weight. You can differentiate yourself from the competition and your narrow focus even does a lot of the heavy lifting for you. So when deciding on your single target market or niche, you may have several that you're considering and that's absolutely fine. But I invite you to pick the one that's either like you were just a few stages back before you had your transformation or before you improved your problems uh, or challenge or the segment of people that excite you the most to help and are motivated to change and can afford to pay you or the segment of people who have been paying you and you are still excited to serve, but you just need more of them. They're going to give you the three biggest chances for momentum. Now, just validate to make sure you've also picked the most valuable one of the niches you're considering as you want them to be open to engage with you and have the capacity to invest in your services too. 
Then congratulations, the action of deciding on your single target market allows you to move forward and direct your focus on showing up and serving that one market. You will not be reinventing the wheel for each and every different market that you choose, constantly scrambling around to try and get great results for very different sorts of problems, okay? So it also makes the delivery and your coaching work so much better. Now, next, we move to key two in becoming more attractive to your best prospects and converting them into clients. So we move from selecting your single target market, clarifying, we go to key two, which is to connect. And that's generate leads through online marketing. For this key, you want to know two things. Number one, what are they thinking about? Number two, how can you get them to raise their hands so you can keep communicating with them? And to do this, you want to get into the mind of your prospects. You really want to get familiar with them, what they're thinking about, the conversations that are going on in their mind, their dream come true scenarios, what is leading their heart to make the decisions that they're making, and what is the ultimate thing you could do for your prospect if they would let you. Think of, like I said, some of that dialogue and conversations going on in their mind. Really go there and just list some of these out while you're brainstorming this, okay? Because when we have those conversations listed out, we have the path to connect with them. We can meet them where they are rather than where we think they should be. Okay, so if you're thinking of those mums of young children who want to lose their baby weight, some of those conversations may well be, I don't have time to exercise. I'm always so hungry on a diet. Keto doesn't work for me. How will I ever get the energy to keep up with my kids? I'm so sick of dieting and getting nowhere. These conversations leave clues. So list down the ones that maybe your target market have already told you or you know because you've been there, like what were some of the things that you were thinking at the time, right? And when you have a few of these down, think of which conversation leads the prospect to seeking out the information you could provide that has a direct link to your coaching. So by that, I mean... Think about how perhaps you could answer one of those questions of frustrations, problems, or challenges. What would be the next step that would lead to making them feel less frustrated, overwhelmed, upset, or distressed? And this could be in the form of a free guide, a mini video series, a quiz, or a template. So you see where I'm going here to that next step of value that you could create that is free for them, but will allow you to connect and start building your audience. You're not only building your email list, if you don't have one of those, you need to get one. You're not only building your email list, but you could also be building your followers, your connection, your credibility, and your authority as a coach to that select single market. It could also be an invitation to a webinar or an online workshop in a Facebook group where you could go deeper on entering the conversations they are having in their mind. So staying on the target market of mamas wanting to lose a baby weight that we were talking about before, we may pick the conversation of, I'm sick of dieting and getting nowhere, and perhaps parlay that into a free guide like, why diets don't work for busy mums of young children and what to do instead to lose weight and keep it off. See how that automatically talks to that conversation that's going on in their head, gives them the next step to move them away from that problem. It could take a closer look at the beliefs that stop diets from working and release all the drama around getting back into shape after baby. You want to make it a structure like why the problem exists, what they could do to make a difference. So not really the how of it, 
but the why and the what is where you want to focus your attention. And once you create that guide or that freebie, which should once again, articulate the problems they're facing and reflect the conversations going on in their mind, give them some advice and open the door to the next step of connecting with you. Perhaps they could come to a webinar, a workshop or a call where then you talk to them more, connect with them more on the next steps and whether your coaching is that right next step, okay? So all of this becomes a natural flow. None of it is forced. You're not being that aggressive person getting them to coach with you. You're actually showing up as a trusted advisor, confidant and friend. Now, look, you could create a four to six page guide using a Canva template and host this on your website. So don't get overwhelmed by the tech, but you kind of want an opt-in page or a landing page so that you have a way to collect your prospects' emails and continue the next step if they don't want to invest right away. You'll need a way to keep connecting with them. Just merely showing up with a lot of content on socials, but having no way to know who's raising their hand and what's that next step is not going to help you in the long run. Like it's great to be doing, but if you haven't got a way to capture email addresses and keep following up, then you are wasting some of your efforts. Now, look, generally we only see, say, 15% of those who want to buy in general, of anyone who may be a potential prospect. So only 15% of those who want to buy will do so immediately. But we don't want to discount the other 85% of those who could buy down the track. So that leads us to the third key to attracting more life coaching clients. That's key number three to communicate. This is the key before we convert them into coaching clients. Key three is to communicate. Now you're connected with many of your prospects, got them on your email list with your amazing freebie into your online communities by showing up and sharing great conversations, great value for that single target market. Well, it's time to keep engaging and communicating with them so you can educate and motivate them to take the plunge and work together with you. Now think about patiently teaching and inspiring these prospects and treating each and every one as if they are ready to buy now or in the future or until they decline an offer to work together or opt out of your list. Now it can be useful to think of everyone as a perfect prospect rather than dismissing your leads too quickly. We all get so excited of, oh, I got all these leads and they, you know, they didn't have the money or they, they weren't ready to work with me. That's okay. Stop judging the people in your audience. Yes, you want to refine and yes, you want to know how to pick those who want to work with you and those who you don't want to work with. But it is useful to be thinking of people as they come onto your list, come into your audience and follow you, that they could be a perfect prospect. So what's a perfect prospect? Well, it has five characteristics. Number one, they are open to engage. Number two, they're friendly and cooperative. Number three, they know what they desire and will readily share that with you. Number four, they're ready to act and invest in a reasonable time frame. Right? That's important too. And number five, they want you to help them. Imagine, right? So you want to be leading them to the next step wherever possible. Social media posting and blogging are great for online visibility and engagement, but you also want to be embedding your offers in these and also in your podcasts and your emails. So I'm not saying make it one big pitch fest, but you want to be weaving it in so it just naturally is there because you are then showing up, serving in a better way because most of your single target market that are experiencing a very specific problem 
want to know that next step. So simple things like think of the footer as your friend. When you create the kind of lead generation opportunities I listed in key two, you can use these to invite your prospects to raise their hand. Now, so many life coaches are spending time on content creation that doesn't lead anywhere. So make sure you're always leading to the next step. Like I said before, posting without giving them the next step or creating a call to action. Now, you don't have to do it every single post, but just think about it regularly. And when I was mentioning the footer, um, I'm thinking about the footer of a blog post or the footer of an email, which is like a chance to give them some of those next steps. It's like inviting someone over to your house and telling them to help themselves to anything in the fridge. Most won't want to impose and will stay thirsty. I had one of my teenage daughter's friends a few weeks ago come around and it was a really hot day. And I said to her, oh, you know, help yourself to a drink in the fridge because I didn't want to sort of interrupt their juicy conversation, right? I didn't want to be that mum. And then I noticed she wasn't going to do it because people feel awkward going that way. And it's kind of like if you were going to say, hey, if you want to come and work with me, um, go and, you know, enter your details on a contact form on my website. They don't really want to impose. Whereas if you go and get a cool drink and bring it to them, they'll happily accept and drink it all up because you made it an easy next step didn't make anyone feel awkward. It wasn't pushy or aggressive and it wasn't passive. Like, hey, just go to the fridge when you want. So that's what you need to do with your marketing too and your outreach to your single target market. You've got that freebie. You've got that next step of value. Maybe it's a webinar, a workshop, a Facebook live even, an invitation to your Facebook group. You need to share the next step in your outreach and your communication and consistently be doing that so that you can make it easy for prospects to say yes and become a client. Simple ways to do this are by highlighting three ways you can help your prospects in every email you send. Think of these as your cool drinks to the guests in your home. The first could be an invitation to your free guide, template or download. The second should invite them to your free webinar, training or Facebook Live, for example. Maybe you're doing a weekly Facebook Live on your Facebook page. And the third should invite them to a free session together where you explore what's keeping them from their dream solution and the next best steps to get them there. What do you think could happen? Get on those conversations, have a session with them to explore what's going on, uncover if they're a fit for working together and invite them to work together if they are. So think of those three uh, invitations on the end of your email like a supercharged PS, right? You can also add these in a different way to social media posts and podcast outros too. So you want to be showing up with content, might be a regular email where you have a blog post or you give them an update, you share a resource or a tip, and then you sign off and then you say, there are three ways that I can help you. One, here is my free guide. Two, I've got an upcoming webinar. Three, apply for a breakthrough session together where we uncover your blocks to losing weight. So look, tagging your contacts in your email system as well, like you might be using MailChimp, I would recommend something like ActiveCampaign, but having tags there so you know if they've opened your emails, they've interacted with them and have follow-up emails if they click on something and you can send them an email in a few days. Preferably you have all this automated so you're not having to do it manually, but when you're just getting started, manual is fine, okay? You don't have that many clients that you can't keep up with them. And yes, it might be a little bit of extra work. I'm not saying any of this is easy, but it is effective. So 
you know, look at other services that you can use in your email management beyond, you know, using a Gmail and an Excel spreadsheet. This will really help you get some great results. Another great pillar for consistent communication is reconnecting with past clients. And this includes past free clients. I know a lot of you out there maybe are still doing free sessions or you definitely did to get started. Like I said, practice is great. It does give you the level of confidence and hones your skills. But just because they didn't pay before doesn't mean they won't see the value in investing in your offerings this time. I also want you to make sure you're working this third key with weekly flagship communication. That was that consistency. It gives you a reason to be in touch with and add value to your prospects. Typically, this should be an email that points back to a blog post or a Facebook Live or just some tips or strategies. I really want you to be emailing weekly. Even if you've just got three people on your email list, you'll soon start growing it because it will force you to create more content. Now, you don't have to be showing up airing your dirty laundry on a video to email out to your list. Write something of value. Show up and share something that you've noticed, a case study, an experience that you have had that you have coached yourself through. I want you to educate them about the process of coaching with you and use that education as a carrier like a carrier pigeon for your offers to motivate them to take the next step to invest and become a client. The flagship communication could be a podcast like this, a blog or a video too. Just dedicate yourself to this weekly and you'll really start seeing results. Stop shying away because you're worried about what people are going to think. Those people are going to think what they think regardless. But in the meantime, you're going to be able to help a whole lot more people by showing up consistently. Clarify, connect, communicate. When you follow these three keys to attract more live coaching clients, you'll find it easy to grow your coaching business. Whether you're working one-on-one or in groups, you've been coaching for a while or just getting started. You're going to rapidly boost conversions and have more clients when you, one, clarify your single target market or niche. Two, connect with your prospects with education and inspiration and that cool freebie and consistently communicate to get them to raise their hand and take the next step. Weekly email is a minimum. Blogging, podcasting, live videos is great. Now, I really hope this helps you zoom in in the things that can move the needle for you in your life coaching business. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson. For more resources to help you get fully booked and create better results for your clients, head to victoriagibson.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review.